Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third season of iWoofs with your hosts, Ian Dunbar, Kelly Dunbar, and me, Jamie Dunbar. So what are we talking about today, Jamie? Well, we all know that getting a dog is a huge responsibility. It's a major commitment of time, energy, and money, and we talk a lot about the importance of being properly prepared to train a dog. But today, we're going to talk about how much you should be prepared to pay for your dog. So today's episode is the cost of dog ownership, or how much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny, but that's very depressing, Jamie. <laughs> well, I think that it's a realistic and important concern that people should be thinking about before they get a dog. Uh, I think so too. I wish I'd thought about it beforehand. It, uh, it... <laughs> Maybe others can learn from, I wouldn't say your mistakes, but your uh, experiences. <laughs> from your pocketbook. Yes, it, um, it certainly is much more expensive than, than you would think. I, I guess people think of getting a dog is, well, we just got to get the dog. We've got to pay the adoption fee or we buy the puppy and, and that's it. But that's really just, it's... The tip I mean, of the iceberg. The, I was going to say that. You took the very words out of my mouth. Off the tip of your tongue? Off the tip of my tongue. <laughs> The tip of the iceberg off the tip of your tongue. So, Kelly, you, you spend well, all the money, so you tell us about the cost of it. This is a, a really important topic. I'm glad that we're covering it to help people uh, think through these issues. Um, the first thing I'd like to say is, is start at the beginning. Uh, the first year of dog ownership is really um, more cost-intensive, more costly, than, um, <laughs> than your middle years. And then I think it gets a little more expensive again, usually as a dog ages. Geriatrics. Uh, and that's, is, yeah. you know, obviously that, that pertains to vet bills. But at the beginning, if you want to raise your dog properly, there are a certain amount of supplies that are necessary. As you said, aside from adoption or, um, fees or you know, the cost of your, of your dog, You've got to set up your home environment, and then you have initial vet fills, and you've got training classes, all of this that kind of uh, makes the first year quite... Training books and DVDs. <laughs> Essential. Yes. Essential. Yes. Quite, quite Except a... you can download them for free from this website, can't you, before you get your puppy and after you get your puppy. So that, that cuts the cost a little bit, guys. A little bit. Thanks yeah, to Dogstar Daily. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. At least you get two or free your, books. Your dog. So, so let's let's think about this. Let's start with um, obviously. I, I hate to say purchase price, but I don't know how, how else we can put it. You know, I, mean, I think that's descriptive well, we and do. accurate. It's purchase you know? price. I mean, it's uh, you know adoption fees aren't cheap, but when it comes to actually buying a puppy, I was blown away we when you told me need what Hugo costs. A little cost. discretion here, please. What? We don't talk about that kind of stuff. What kind of stuff? Anyway. Well, you can be general about I it. I was blown away. Hugo he's our smallest was, dog, and Hugo he's the most expensive. Hugo was left in a basket on our doorstep. Bye bye, a stork. By a <laughs> I wonder where he came from. <laughs> um, anyway, so no, well, we certainly have adopted dogs as well, and the well, Claude was cheap to get. Well, we adopted him. I mean, beginning. that was the cheapest bit. Then you add so, up the vet bills. I mean, he so did. So, what do you think is the range then for the purchase price of a dog? What What is the cheapest you can get a dog for? What's... Oh, well, cheapest is free. Free puppies mm -hmm. to uh, go home. Puppies. You can see that in papers and um, stuff. But but usually the but adoption you, fee you get over up to thousands. A I responsible mean. organization um, that is you know doing rehoming and adoptions is going to need to recoup their costs. They're not they're not in it for the profit. But you know they've been caring for these right. animals. They've vaccinated them. They're housing them. They've you know they've got many costs. So I, I would say. I've not seen, you know, recently an adoption fee under $75. More likely it's going to be more like 150 mm -hmm. or so, um, depending on where you're living in the country. So that's that's the low end. Yeah. Um, what if you just have, like, a neighbor who has a litter or something? Or is that some sort of 
you know, yesteryear fantasy that doesn't actually... Oh, it still happens. Yeah, it still happens. Is there then any cost um, for adopting a free Depends puppy from your friend? whether they charge. <laughs> is no, there a free puppy? puppy? Well, I mean, There's no there, cost for a free puppy, Jamie. Are there registration <laughs> yeah. fees or, oh, well, you know, bureau, bureaucratic fees for getting a dog? Well, you should dog license. Dog license. Know, I mean, okay. Cities generally have a dog license But that's requirements. optional? No, oh. well, no. Okay. I mean, you'll get you could you'll get fined if you don't have a dog license mm-hmm. if you're caught without one. So you're supposed it's supposed to register your animals with the city that you live in or the county, depending on where you live. So there's that. Uh-huh. And then of course initial vaccinations, of which like I suppose technically there most vaccinations are optional, but rabies is required all throughout um, the United States and I believe in in most countries. Mm-hmm. It's required by law. Maybe optional, but really dumb not to get right. your puppy vaccinated against. Um, Parvovirus, and and now in in select parts of the country, distemper's coming back, and that is one horrible disease to see a puppy die with distemper. And so, what um what should you expect to pay for a, a series of vaccinations for your puppy? Well, just like going to a regular doctor or a pedi- pediatrician, you have your initial consultation fee, a flat fee for the doctor's just for time. Showing up, right? And then you know, vaccinations can run. Oh, I don't know. It's like something like forty dollars a pop or something. I don't really know. Um, an initial vet. For the record, Dad just made a I don't know face <laughs> as the only veterinarian here. <laughs> I just look um, at the credit card once a month, and I. I enter it all into the dog-related expenses, and I'm usually in shock each month, is all I can say. It's, it's not cheap. And we don't dog. go to the vet every month or anything like that, but we'll talk more, more in depth about that. So you've got your initial vet consultation, which, oh, I would say anywhere from you know 100 to, to $300, probably. And, um, of course, food, which is an ongoing expense. But supplies. In the beginning, we need supplies, mm-hmm. right? You, we know, as we say all over Dogstar Daily... What are some of the supplies that we need right away before you get your puppy? Well, I'm just wait on food for a moment because this is, I mean, it, I amaze myself how dumb I can be at times. And, Us too. And, I've never heard that Yes, I've never heard that before. And it, it, like with Claude, I mean, he's a big dog, right? Well, he yes. eats a lot of food. Yes. Also you true. know, and it never occurred to me how much more it costs to keep a dog like Claude, who in his prime was 110 pounds, than little Hugo. I mean, Hugo, it's like, it's like feeding a sparrow, right. you know, very cheap. So it's something to think about. You know, yeah. big dogs, they need a lot of food. Well, you've hit on a point that Jamie and I actually prepared in our notes for today's episode, which is size does matter when oh, it comes to if, dogs. <laughs> if only I'd read these notes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, those are so, good. Organically coming to our points. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all thinking in the same in the same way. But I, I just didn't think about it. I've always been a big dog person, and, and I guess so have you, until little Hugo was dropped by the stork on our doorstep. And, um, and and I just, I sat down last year and worked out what it cost to keep each dog, for all the three dogs. And I looked at it and I thought, well, <clears throat> Claude's really expensive, Dune's pretty pricey, and Hugo's next to nothing. Huh. So there's something to be said for little dogs, like little Yorkers and Chihuahuas. You know, they're going to have a teaspoonful of food a day. Well, not only the food, yes. um, it, but even even then vaccinations cost less, because this is done by dose rate. Yeah. Um, same and, and heart drugs. guard. And drugs. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. No, I, I've noticed this a long time ago, because even though I always had big dogs, I've had cats. You know, and the... 
you know, the um, flea and tick control for the cat size is, you know, a fraction of the price for Claude, you know. So you, everything is more expensive. Um, you need a bigger dog bed. It's kind of specious, really, isn't it? You need I mean, it's... a bigger car. You need a bigger car. Well, I think it's based <laughs> well, very much in reality. A bigger crate. You do. Do you have car in your notes? Because that's, that's a big point. I mean, you... I do not have car in my notes at all. We joke about we have dog car and human car, but well, the human... Don't. We don't. Well, Both the cars have become lament. dog cars, so you get in it to go out to the ballet and you're covered in dog hair. And you've got crates and to remove. And My dream is to have a non-dog car of my own. Of your... <laughs> and I guess you could... <laughs> well, dream away, Kelly. Dream away. <laughs> you could take that concept and expand it even to your living situation where, you know, a bigger dog just takes up more space. Well, that is something. It, it, um, yes and no. That a lot of people say, oh, big dogs, unsuitable to have a big dog in an apartment. Um, I actually think there's there's some pros. Um, obviously, a big dog takes up more apartment space if you have a little studio. But they're actually much more inclined to lie down, like a greyhound, rescue greyhound, man. They head straight for the couch. They lie down. They're not buzzing around the apartment like, say, a Jack Russell would or a Border Terrier who's using the apartment furniture, you know, as agility Energy equipment. Energy level and, so, and exercise requirements do not necessarily cor correlate with size, yeah. is what you're saying yeah. there. Yeah. All yeah. right, so we'll strike yeah. uh, larger apartment Well, they, they do. They do, they do correlate well with size, but the, the, the great thing is that big dogs are less active and they can fit Don't into correlate the way you would think they yeah. do. You can't even say that because there are hyper big dogs too. Well, there are. You know, Malinois. Yeah, that's they're a medium-sized dog. It's not a big slow, dog. They're slow, small dogs like Hugo. Oh, he's not slow, he's no. Not. Pugs, maybe. But generally speaking, I think we're getting a little sidetracked right, here. Yeah, anyway, yeah, all right. So um, I think we can decide that size of dog can affect your uh, costs, but size it's mainly does with matter. regard to food and drugs. Not so much with well, and general size supplies. Your... The size of the crate that you need right. will will the price will quadruple. But not your size of a chew so toy. Not your car or house or a. Yeah, you got a Yorkie and you yes. buy a chew toy. It's you know it's pennies out of your pocket. But so you got a clawed like dog. I mean it's. But now we're a... hitting on all of our different expenses without really going into. So them. I think I was still talking in the background there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess the question so is then are the great interrupter. What are the what are the basic costs and what what categories do they fall into? And we've already hit you know. Some okay, of them. so the startup costs, if you startup will. Costs. Startup costs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, medical, veterinary health costs. All right. Ongoing. Spaying, neutering. No one forget that, right? Yeah. Food. One time. Food, ongoing cost. Supplies. Mm -hmm. um, first time supplies and training supplies and maintenance slash, um, you know, toys. Well, you know, entertainment, uh, entertainment supplies. supplies. Yeah, right. and this, it, it, it is, uh, it costs a lot of money. You know, it's like you've got to replace your hollow chew toys and then people get into stuffed animals and mm -hmm. heaven forbid they let the dog destroy them. So now we have to have replacement stuffed animals. Right. Um, there... I wasn't looking at you when I said that. Oh, I, I just, just looking at you because you're I... talking. Oh, you are? <laughs> Most people listen when, when we talk. Yes, indeed. She hears through her eyes. So toys that may or may not have to be replaced, depending on how well-trained and how well-supervised. Oh, they the definitely is. need to be re replaced. The chew toys aren't going to last forever, no matter how resilient they are, and, and you really need a good supply of chew toys. You, I mean, your house has to look like ours, that there's chew toys everywhere. There's a you know, squirrel dude on the stairs, a Kong at the bottom. Um, you know, it's it's like a hazard just walking around. Mm -hmm. Let's see what else. There's um, regular maintenance of well, no, the initial um, cost of 
introductory training and then maintenance mm-hmm. training. You know, we can talk a little bit about that in a minute. Grooming. Some dogs require grooming. Um, some people don't like to bathe their dog and just want to take him in. Oh, sorry. And um, I don't know what else. Training, grooming, vet bills, food, I think those supplies. Are the major ones. Oh, boarding. Um, you know, if you ever plan on going. Oh, good lord! On, on trips, dog, right. Or dog, dog sitter. Care, dog, yeah. da- doggy daycare. Mm-hmm. Or if, if you, you work know. a walker or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So that used to be enormous for us, and we're doing lots of international seminars. It's you know you come back from doing a seminar abroad, and there's a two thousand bill from your your, your doggy sitter because you've been gone for three weeks. Just so. well worth it, you know, for the peace of mind and care. Oh, absolutely, but... to have someone in the house looking after them. But um, it, it it adds a tremendous cost to any kind of trip that you'd like to take. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, so so there's there's lots to think about there. Um, so I, I think I mean this is this is all depressing me. It's um, I think we should put this in a positive frame that it's wonderful to have a dog, um, but do think ahead a little that there there are essentials which do cost a lot of money and it's ongoing. Obviously, food. And then quality of food. It's like, do you care what sort of food your dog eats? You're going to get mm-hmm. the cheapest kibble from a, a, a pet club or something like that. I meant that generically. Is, is, there is a place called Pet Club, is there? I don't yeah. know, whatever. Well, yeah, but, but I went a store. large pet chain store. thing. Right. Um, or are you going to change the diet, which, which I like to do. I, I like, you know, every day or so that we, they get something different. So it's not the same meal every day at 6 p.m. in the same bowl in the same place. Um, and, and then there is en- entertainment. The, they, they do need toys. We, we can't expect them to you know, watch the telly all day long or something. They've got to have a, a sort of occupational therapy to while away the hours. Interactive toys being some of the yeah. better and, you know, things that they can... I mean, I think with. the cheapest thing that you have for the dog, um, and, and a lot of that's thanks to Dog Star Daily, is its education, that people really can scrimp and save on the education. I mean, they should definitely go to a puppy class so they get the bite inhibition under their belt. But um, people can get the information now to train their own dog. And um, so that probably is the, the cheapest thing that they, they have well, to pay for. you don't want to undervalue training. I mean, you can do a lot of, I mean, it's a matter of you know, DIY versus you know, getting some personal training. What Jamie and I found in the research, and maybe you want to talk about this, Jamie, is um, the 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 huge Ver, uh, What's the variability word? Uh, cost variability yeah the Different. huge sounds like it's, huge it's window a, it's a movie the word. We're not getting range the word. Range. Range. Ah, range the range oh, cost range home on um, the range that, that, that's yes. possible you know uh-huh. in this there's you know there's ways to it, it depends what your priorities are yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about well, those yeah, two in, different in preparation of doing this this episode I looked. And, you know, a few people online have written articles about trying to break it down. And um, there's a huge range. Uh, the total costs, I, I found a couple different um, articles. And remarkably, both of them were quite similar in what they came, a, came up with for their kind of end figures. And that range... If, Which, I don't uh, know if the we, suspense if, is killing if, if you, if you want to If you want to place a guess, this, this could be kind of interesting. Yeah, make a range guess, Ian? For the, so a range guess. Total... Total... Cost over the life of a 14-year-old dog. They oh, have wow. a, a low cost, yeah. uh, high cost, and a middle cost. But I think low and high are kind of what, what what's the interesting idea. And obviously, this is America. You can spend as much as you want on anything. Sky is the limit. So, you know, the, the high cost is really like $42 million or something. Yeah. But 
Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know, ten to 60,000 over the life of a dog? Mm. Well, what they came up with, but I think that that's definitely, you're in there. <laughs> Ross is I'm in shocked. There, is uh, the low cost being about 4,000. Yeah. If you, you know, that's do everything that's cheaply. That's stretching it. That what, are is so feeding, low. what are they feeding the dog? That's well, sawdust? they came up with a, a per year food price of $125 on that. Oh, good Lord. You that's, think that's, that's no, but, no, but honestly, no. Store, come right? on. If you have a yeah. chihuahua and you're feeding it really low end That food, is true. And not going to the vet, but once that a year, you could actually, you know, you could But you probably couldn't do that if you had a clot, you know, if no. you had a... No, it would be difficult. A 100-pound dog. Giant Great Dane, that's yeah. $125 isn't going to get you so far. That said, though, it's still, I think it's unrealistic. So 4000 was their base cost, yeah. and they said up to 40000 for a high cost. Mm -hmm. And just to put that in perspective, uh, their high cost for food was $500 for a year. Um, but mm -hmm. people could certainly spend more than that. Wait, their high cost for food is $500 a year? Yeah. Per dog? <laughs> per well, dog. No, we, okay, per dog. So it, obviously, it could be more than that. Forty thousand is certainly, while they say is a high estimate, it's certainly no maximum. You, you know, there are no maximums no. in this field. And then when, I know Ian's doing calculations in his brain about our expenses. Hello, uh, you have to I, time that. Yes, by I, three, I think we're yes, by no, that's three. true. No, I, it's not just one dog. Um, I love feeding that dog. But so four thousand versus forty thousand—that's yes. a very large range. Yes. And I think that you know, there's there's some degree to which. You get what you pay for, you spend more money, it will be better for your dog. But I also think that there's a large opportunity for people to save money and not at their the expense of their dog's well-being. And I think that that's where we could probably provide people with some help is figure out which of these categories you can save money in and which of these categories, you know, if you, you shortchange your dog, you really are, you know, going to affect their health and their happiness. So it sounds like one of these yep. things is two toys. You should you should you should make sure you spend Invest the money on a healthy supply of chew toys. You don't want to say, "Oh, you used up your chew toy quota for the year. I can't buy you any more chew toys." Well, you if you don't start with chew toys, especially, you end up spending a lot more money on damaged goods. That's an interesting oh, point. That I is had, not on yeah, this list at all. I had a Malamute in New York that inflicted ten thousand. No, I knew it was a, a behavior case. Right. Ten thousand dollars worth of damage in one day, and as I thought about it. That actually isn't much. You know, when I think what that Malamute could have done. A couple of pieces of furniture. Oh, he took out leather couches, leather mm. armchairs, carpet. Very valuable carpet. Yeah. You know. Well, a carpet could be $10,000 right Easily, now. yeah. More. And, um, and I had Nikita who did something like uh, $3,500 worth of damage in half an hour. And, a, mm -hmm. yeah. and then there's the Locked car. in a Mercedes, yeah, that the was car. the one that, yeah. yeah. Right, so when it comes to saving money on your dog, probably... Don't save on chew toys. The yeah. biggest thing yeah. you can do is save money on damages by training your dog. And that's yeah. something that was not listed in any of the uh, breakdowns, the cost breakdowns that I found online. Which that, I think is a major... That was a surprise for them once they got their <laughs> huh? dog. Yeah. Oh, it's an investment, you yeah. know, as they say, always an ounce of prevention, right, is worth a pound of mm -hmm. cure. So training, um, you know, with, you know, via Two Toys Home Alone training and and basic manners can also save you, um, socializing and basic manner training can also save you lawsuit bills and, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, another problem Right, so $200 like that. for a, a puppy class may seem like a lot of money, but for the peace of mind, for the rest of the dog's life, you know that it's not going to injure another Most dog likely, or a human. Most likely, not going to get you into trouble with vet bills for other dogs or, or human injury bills. Or and it's actually, I mean, that is actually problems. quite cheap. You know, two hundred dollars for say, you know, six week a puppy class. Break it down. When you consider the the entertainment value for the owners, I mean, it, even when I took 
you know, our dogs, like Hugo to puppy class. I mean, man, that was just such a wonderful time. I mean, apart from being a dog trainer and right. training the dog there. And when you consider what it would cost to take, say, a family to um, a baseball game. Just the movies. Game, the movies, days. I know. That's true. Um, so $200 is a very cheap, I think that is really good value from what you then get Entertainment from and education. the puppy class. Yes. Okay, so you want to spend money on some chew toys. You want to spend money on uh, a puppy class. Or, or a basic manners class if you're adopting a dog that is beyond puppy age. You know, it does help seal the bond and you know, get, mm-hmm. you, get you trained so that you can communicate best with your dog All right. as well. So training and chew toys are a great investment. Um, I personally believe high-quality food, as, as, as high-quality as your budget can provide, is, is also a great preventative way of keeping your dog healthy and keeping the vet at bay, vet bills at bay. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in that. Especially things like you know, skin conditions, allergies, ears, smelly ears, uh, licky pores, and all this stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. And, which which scream of food allergies. And we're to not me, going so. to do a whole. I mean, a nutritional episode. You know, at least not right now. I don't think. But or maybe um, someday. But um, it'll be short, as far as I'm guess. concerned. But um, <laughs> there's plenty of research to be done there, and I do believe it's worth spending some money. And there's lots of information now on on how to um, kind of make your own diet. And incorporate your your own food scraps into your dog's diet so that you're not necessarily mm-hmm. buying high-end, you know, packaged food that you can't afford. But it does it does make a difference. I've seen many dogs uh, um, vet bills, you know, uh, completely disappear for years once they got on the proper diet. You know, yeah. you got to think garbage in, garbage out, and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I guess then the question is: so far we've hit upon several things that. It is important to spend money for high quality. What 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 are some some areas that people might be able to save money? Oh, well, foofy things. Indeed, I am not saving money on foofy things. If you'd I mean, stop with the cashmere I'm sweaters sorry. for Hugo, we'd save yeah. a ton of money. I, I like Crocobob and Sharkiana. These are essential buys. I don't know. They were not impulse at all. Crocobob. Crocker. Yeah, Croco. Crocobob. Oh, what yeah. is Crocobob? Oh, these are hand puppets. For, they're like soft toys, but it's a hand puppet. And I think they're really useful for teaching bite inhibition to be gentle, to, mm. to prepare a dog for a new kitten, puppy, or baby. But this is, an, is yeah. an interesting point, is that you can buy a Crocobob, and that can be a valuable tool, but you I have to... I got it cheap. It was, okay. Yeah, At any rate, though, you have to take care of it, and you have to make sure that it's going to, you know... Oh, you're, you're gonna get right. Yeah. You're gonna get your money's worth from it. You don't want to just leave your dog unsupervised with it for them to tear it apart, and then you need a new crocobob. I, I think that is the craziest thing to do with yet soft toys. I mean, soft toys are cute, not as cute as the puppy. But people who let their dog destroy them, to me, that the, the main function of a soft toy is to teach the dog <laughs> to not destroy to, them. <laughs> yeah, well, to beat off and to gentle. You right. can kiss. You can lick. But you can't put your teeth on oh, it. Oh, I disagree. And the main reason you have a soft toy is so you it can only kill and dissect. <laughs> you just say it because... express natural instinct in this fun way. Up until I insisted that was the norm for your dogs. I mean, Ollie, you couldn't leave him for a second. That's what they like to know? do. And it's why Wombi, I have a full-size wombat, has to live in a closet. Because if, if Dune saw him, he would die within seconds. Well, regardless so, of what is the most enjoyable, it's certainly more affordable it to saves have money. Dog, it saves not money. Not destroy... Plush Which, toys. Yeah, I still have Phoenix's squeaky hedgehog. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, she lived to be, what, 14, 15? Mm-hmm. And the squeaky hedgehog survived, apart from being attacked by a Labrador when I was out of town one day. And th- this could, you could probably apply to a variety of dog supplies where your dog can probably destroy them. 
you know, and if you let them destroy them, that's going to cost you more. Whereas if mm -hmm. you train them to destroy chew toys, or, you know, to, to chew, chew, chew the toys. chew toys, yeah. which will eventually deteriorate over time, but those are relatively cheap to re replace versus... Well, the idea with chew toys that, is that we're stuffing them, and, and so they're actually food extraction toys rather than actually chewing on the toy itself. I mean, there is some wear right. and tear, obviously, on a, on, a, on a rubber chew toy. And that adds on time. life expectancy. So they're trying to get the food out. Right. They're not trying to destroy the toy. Yeah, an empty, right. uh, so, some dogs will just try to rip yeah. the rubber apart initially. They don't if it's empty. You know, they think, oh, right. well, let me just try to destroy this. Yeah, don't forget to stuff. Your chew toys but there's really also cheap, fun dissecting toys. Um, my dogs also like to rip up paper bags and, and old boxes. And, mm -hmm. Those you know, could be free. Yeah. Of course, then you have a dog that enjoys ripping and boxes and paper. It's just fun for them. Mm -hmm. He likes to do it. What was that I said yesterday? <laughs> he likes to do it. Yes, he likes. <laughs> I know he likes to do that it. That sounds like the kind of yeah. game that is like, very fun and affordable so long as there are clear rules about when it's okay and when it's not okay. I think... The important thing is that the whole family have to agree on this mm -hmm. and uh, make sure they're, they're, they're working to the same rules, like yeah. garden rules and stuff. So one thing we haven't touched on at all, which I think is worth talking about, is um, is unexpected pet costs. You just took the very oh. words out of my mouth. Again. And I think this is something, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's something you, you have to think about beforehand. The, the, the worst unexpected thing, of course, What's is an that? enormous... Wrestling. Um, vet bill, mm -hmm. and um, you, you can't. A sound engineer is eating from a paper bag. This is uh, where is the professionalism? Yeah, low blood sugar. So anyway, um, being serious, we, that is a very um, upsetting, unexpected cost, and and like. We've had a couple of them, I guess, lately. Claude's knee goes out. What are you going to do? We have a house with 150 stairs in it down to the area where he's meant the to. 100 pound potty. dog. 100 pound dog. Um, no real solid first level. You yeah. have to live in the foyer. We, and we have to think about it quickly right. because if we don't fix his, his right knee, he's going to blow the left very quickly with the extra strain on it. So we opted for it, and it, it was an enormous expense measured mm -hmm. in thousands of dollars. And we now have, of course, Hugo's mushroom. The discovery of his of his mushroom habit. Yeah. yeah we didn't know until he no. did it. And that, that was, is that was very, very two grand expensive. Right and and well, the first time it was over three grand. Now we've, I don't know if they're doing it cheaper, but we got it down to about two. Mm -hmm. So we, we have to at least think of that. And You could uh, say that an unexpected medical cost is expected. I mean, at some point, <laughs> you don't know what it's going to be. At some no, point, true. there's going to be a veterinary bill for your dog. You're going to have to decide yeah. whether you're going to pay for it or whether you can't afford it. And that doesn't yeah. necessarily come later in life, I guess, is, right. is the uh, maybe the unexpected part. You know, that people, it, right. You, you know? It could come early mm -hmm. and it could be a surprise. A lot it's, of dogs blow no, their especially knees early. these days with, you know, so many dogs are being bred that shouldn't be bred, that they have so many breed specific conditions mm -hmm. that you can get some breeds and you know by Guaranteed, five yeah. years old, you have basically funded a new car for a veterinarian. Permanent right. medication yeah. from thyroid. So I, I think arthritis. really important, I think that the biggest money saving advice that I can give to people is if you're getting a purebred dog, and I say purebred because here we have an established kennel, we know the parents, what you want to find out is 
How old are the great great grandparents? What their vet bills were like? Well, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, but but health. just if they live to be fourteen, that is、mm-hmm. the best overall sign of healthiness, both physical health and、right. behavioral health, which is the big biggest money saving sign. And if they on the other hand, with good hips and yeah, you know, good skin. on the other hand, the reverse of that is true. If the dog is healthy and is going to live to be fourteen, then you've got to feed him. <laughs> Whereas if he's unhealthy and dies when he's five, I think everyone out there would rather、yeah. pay,、uh, you know, pay food food bills, food bills, bills, but not veterinary bills. Yeah. Do you want to talk well, about where that leads? I well,、guess? yeah, I think that the the question, a, a growing industry out there to deal with this unexpected medical cost is、unexpected、the idea of pet insurance. Pet insurance. Yeah. And that that was something that I was looking into in anticipation of doing this. Thank you,、episode. Jamie. I Jamie, think we need it. Jamie、yes. is our resident、uh, pet insurance expert. Yes. Uh huh. Yep.、Moment. I'm a senior pet insurance correspondent. So <laughs> what, what, did, what did you find out? Live from the scene.、Um, basically, it sounds like pet insurance is very complicated. There's three or four major players out there, and、um, they all offer different plans. And each of the, these plans have kind of varying degrees of You know pre-existing conditions and reimbursement maximums, benefit schedules, and you know deductibles and minimums and all this stuff that you hear in in normal health insurance.、Yeah. And so, it's really hard to compare the plans because each one is different, and each company that's out there also has multiple plans that they offer. So they have you know their basic plan and their premium plan. Basically, what I found out, starting at about a hundred dollars a year, you can get health insurance for your pet and. Some of these plans, you know, have deductibles. Some have pre-existing conditions, and so it, you, we can't really generalize about them, you know, as a whole. You really need to look at the individual、uh, plan that you're looking at and plug in your dog because age matters. Sometimes breed matters. All sorts of, you know, like whether they've had vet problems before. All these things matter.、Um, and so one thing I, I, I think is worth considering before you sign up for a, a pet insurance plan. Is the possibility of taking the money that you would put down for a premium and just starting a savings account, putting it aside, and having that just be the unexpected, the, the expected、day. unexpected,、yeah. the rainy day,、mm-hmm. you know, veterinary bill place, because then you don't have to worry about dealing with. That's so with, Jamie. I just wish everyone were as responsible as <laughs> Jamie, including、uh-huh. myself. Yes. And and then the other thing I think is it's probably a good idea for people who are going to get a dog to, you know, it's it's not a fun conversation to have, but to talk about, you know. What we can afford and what happens if what know, the there's going to be like a we can spend ten thousand dollars to save our dog's life, but then we can't pay rent or you know can't feed our children. It's like a very personal it's decision. It's a horrible decision to will, have to make. It's、yeah. a, but it's extremely personal, and that's something we certainly. It, while you, you, you're right, people should think about that and、right. discuss in advance. We can't tell you what to do because you don't want to have to make that kind of decision. Um, without having ever even thought about it, right when you're in the in the heat of the emotional、um, distress of having to deal with an unhealthy pet, so it, I think、right. it's good to have at least a little plan and forethought in in advance, even though that could go out the window when you see that you you know、mm-hmm. you can help your dog.、And、I'm But, certainly not saying that、uh, health insurance for your pet is it's not a good idea. There, there's a lot of plans out there, and it's worth looking into. One way to one way to plan for the unexpected, expectedly unexpected.、Right. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's really、important. the difference of、um, large animals. I mean, not large animals,、um, farm animals and companion animals. That when I was a vet, you would say to a farmer, "Well, you know, treatment's going to be a hundred and ten pounds." He'd say, "Oh, kill it then. It's meat. Right, it's a business." As soon as the yeah cost of treatment goes over the monetary cost of the animal, 
Um, they don't treat it while it's still walking. They send it off to become a burger. But since our dogs but, and cats are pretty much in financial drain from day one, nothing's a surprise to us, <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not out there earning their keep. And yeah. you know, Although I've often wished they had jobs, they have all that free time and energy. So it is true, this has been a bit of a... Um, what would you say? A downer of an episode. Depressing. But I was depressed as soon as you <laughs> mentioned the topic. Are there any other I said the word I know cost. Where, I know where this is going. So but I you know what? I think as as a, a real positive note, you know, it's all worth it. When you think of what we pay money for, you know, expensive car, expensive house, you know, I, I would rather put the money into a dog. Right. And um, we certainly believe that dogs the companionship make happy. and the comfort, the cuteness factor. I mean, they are just good buddies. I remember when I used to be uh, traveling a lot and I would come home, the only person to greet, greet me when I came home was Phoenix at the front door. Mm-hmm. You know, you were asleep, everyone else asleep, no one cares, oh, Ian's at home at 2 a.m. But Phoenix was always there and, and that was big. So I guess to sum up, we're ready to sum up. We could say, you know what, guys, um, it's going to be expensive, um, but it's entirely worth it. So I guess we should say goodbye to everyone, right? Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. That's all for this episode of iWoofs. Thank you for listening.